morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Uh. G'day, thanks again for getting our year-round carnival preview edition of Australian Guineas Day, but also surround stakes. We have a bit of a look at it Randwick. Saturday morning, Vince, we're worried about a bit of rain in uh, Sydney and Melbourne. Well, there's a bit of rain in Melbourne, but I, I emphasise the word bit. I think we're going to have perfect conditions both tracks. Yes, yes. Well, maybe there'll just be a little bit more rain in Melbourne and none in Sydney, but either way, it won't matter. That'll do. All right, race morning for the surround stakes, race eight. We spoke bit, We spoke in depth yesterday. What's your uh, strategy or mindset going into this race? Um, you know, geez, I'm weak, aren't I? On the fence, Ralphie. It's not a place I want to put money in. Just with the way, I mean, this learning to fly just keeps shortening. Now, that's a good sign probably for some people. Yeah. But is it really justified is my view and whilst i see the probability of more upside the reality is the expectation is that horse has already got the upside i do like that uh, macarena that we identified yesterday was eleven dollars it's now about nine dollars so that's sort of good stable support uh, in in regards to our thinking then yeah, for sure and kamachi and tis invincible there's got to be some respect they're talking there's going to be a tailwind in the home straight based on what the track guys were communicating this morning. This will make it interesting as well. And those lanes, maybe they won't come into effect in race, you know, early in the day. But as that day progresses, I'm pretty sure they'll be looking for them. Well, I suppose that's something we have to just look for as far as Fleming's concerned, because uh, if there's a southerly wind, that can assist on paces in those turning circle races, but particularly up the straight. Oh, for sure. So it is, that's, that's really important. Yep, so that's the, that's the overview there, and or caveat if you like, so keep an eye on how the track's playing. Race one, so we'll touch on these that we didn't really cover yesterday, uh, but it's a moderate confidence race, and I, I, I guess, Vince, pr- primarily, it's such a small field. The favourites are Sands Dude, who's been terrific up the straight in Cinderella days. Just how good was that trial? I mean, I suppose we spoke about it with Imperatrice a couple of weeks back. Oh, it was a fantastic trial, Ralphie, and the reality is... <sighs> These race shapes is always make it interesting, but it's going to be more. I reckon it's going to be a bit of a trial, like a trial. And the reality is, Cinderella days could quite easily completely dominate the race from start to finish. Yep. All right, uh, race two in the program here. So most advantage, Kettle Hill. And by the way, I should emphasise, please open up your race speed profiles that you get with this audio. So uh, it's, it's an accompaniment. So most advantage here, Kettle Hill, uh, Aramco, Strawberry Rock, Claim the Crown, or two of the Mar horses taking on the favourite Aramco. And uh, I guess he's he's very consistent, but there's also uh, that also means he's pretty tight at the price, Aramco, given that the other two are genuine chances. He is. And, of course, you've always got to factor in, you know, What's Damien Lane going to actually do? Is he going to look to control the front or is he going to look to take the sit? I feel that's going to be really, really important with that horse. And the reason why I'm saying that, I see the horse at at the moment more of a sort of one-pace type runner. So it is going to be important what decision he makes. And I, I sort of... Leaning a little bit more to the to the stalkers like Kettle Hill, like really interests me, Ralph. I just like how that you know that 
could just get that golden run. All right, race three on the program here. It's, it's, a, it's a moderate uh, talent level sprint as far as your uh, your race speed profiles are concerned. Um, you've got Big Watch Mo- who won one here. Moral Force who was good at Warnable. Master Montaro, uh, ex Hong Kong horse who was good at Sandown last start from Southern Fire. It looks a, a basic sort of uh, setup there to choose those horses. Uh, will you? I assume you won't be playing though. Well, it's a it's a tough race up the straight. The 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 runner that really interests me was Big Watch. I like the way profiles of Flemington last start performance, rock solid benchmark. I, I feel there's more upside. We are at twelve hundred, but there's nothing to indicate this horse can't bring that performance here today up to the twelve hundred meters. But you know, where are they gonna go, Ralphie? That's the key. This is and that makes it hard. Are they gonna because it's a small field, they're just gonna huddle to get in the middle. I mean, they've elevated the track, Ralphie. Yeah. Right. And you know what that does? Takes the speed out of the race. Well, it does. Takes a lot, particularly early in the day. It's going to be very, very, very noticeable. You know, times will probably come up like as if they're borderline slow track, especially in the home straight. So that's going to be one of the big factors. So if it can be in the strike zone and be close enough, if Jamie Mock can get close enough, then that could make it interesting. Otherwise, you know, we, we could see horses at longer price who's just leading and win. You know, they're going to just be huddled up. The, I reckon they're getting up the middle. Race four on the program here. Bold Bastille, there's odds on, one or two odds on horses for the meeting. And uh, this is your only low confidence race because there's just t- simply not enough information. And what she did at Caulfield wasn't enough to want to take odds on, I guess. No, no, absolutely not. I- I'm looking to see if that horse can really take a big leap because their pricing is like, <laughs> I don't know, it's, it's not much difference compared to some other horses that have got much higher credentials. So I'm, I'm a bit surprised. Uh, XS showed good speed last prep. You've got her on top from Inhibitions, Moesha, and uh, Illative, who, who I guess was luckless at, at uh, Packenham and clearly has got some talent. They would run it in a maiden if they thought she was a maiden uh, talent, but they obviously think that she's got a bit of talent here, even though she comes off an unplaced maiden run. Yeah, my frustration is Peace Treaty being omitted yeah, from the race. <laughs> so that, that makes it uh, really, it really, yeah, it is sad. And hence the reason why the 10 sort of squeezed itself in. I do like the way inhibitions profiles, like it gets the perfect stalking run. But again, Ralphie, we're up the straight. It's crazy. That's the reason why I've marked it low to moderate. Yep. And the, I just feel the best horse in the race isn't running. You, you didn't uh, mark another will high conference compared to what you said yesterday. And it's $1.70. So I'm just asking you that, given you said moderate conference from Sears 7, Japanese Emperor Magnus Spin, any reason why? Oh, the only reason why is this is ridiculously short. Yes. I mean, A, there's no chance of getting on, right? <laughs> and I mean, that's, that's the first thing. And the reality is not that you want to go in and step in and back others, but it could be maybe an exotic betting race. But the reality is... Really, is they're already saying this horse is like a, a four or five lengths above benchmark type profile, and I just I just don't get it. I don't, I'm still trying to understand how could a horse be so short? Are they just greedy? Well, no one wants to back against it, I guess. But that's the reality. But yeah, yeah. Yesterday, these races that we spoke to in depth, so it's more a case of passing or playing as far as uh, your own involvement here. Uh, Cabalus and Estrella are the uh, are the favourites for the race. Both backable. Mumbai Muse has been some money for for the obvious that it's got straight track form uh, and it's just just terrible first up. But if you can put that aside, I guess uh, she's in the race. And outside of that, it looks like a lot of horses with not much chance. Well, there is Ralphie in my. <sighs> It's like everything. 
we're here to make money. And yep. at the end of the day, of course, we want to try and find the winners and that. And there's a lot of excitement and enjoyment out of that. But we are talking about the pointy end. It's money out of your pocket, right? And sometimes things don't go your way. Now, example, Cabalus. I'd be really keen to back this horse, but with Joshua Parr, I, I'm nervous, right? He, he, he's a problem for me at Flemington. That's not to say that he can't get it right. It's just I would have, you know, I would just wish, again, you know, I, I wish Blake Shin was on it or Mark Zara was on it, maybe even Ben Mallon, but it hasn't happened, right? So I'm, I am worried about that. I'm also worried about where will they really go, Ralphie? Are they going to get to the outside late in the day? Is the elevation going to subside by the time we get to, to that point of the day? That's going to be very, very important because if it's not, you know how much harder it is to make up ground? And therefore, these on-pace runners like the one that Jordan Child's on and even the one that Zach um, Spain's on come into the race where I probably normally wouldn't even give them consideration. So that's where Aoki and Brazen style yeah. is why you're giving them some consideration. So uh, Estriella, I suppose, profiles perfectly, but you're, what you're saying is if, if she's a pair or two too far back, that's the straight track raffle for you. Well, this is the problem, right? Yeah. And, and particularly if the elevation's in play. Yep. All right. Most advantage, you've settled on Snow Patrol, Rift Rocket, Southport Tycoon, Zip Away, and then V8. Uh, what's, uh, what's your mindset for your own pocket? Well... Everything for me, if I look at, whilst it's currently not the best horse in the race, which is really important. Now, the best horse in the race is V8, but I want to take it on today. Now, when I say I want to take it on, I don't want to take it on to lay it. Yeah. I, I'm happy to take it on that I feel the stable, this, this horse has peaked. And if it comes out and it lives up to the stable's ex expectations, the new superstar, I'm okay with that. I can live with that, right? But just the setup and the profile, I don't want to be with it. Snow Patrol is the runner that I'm really leaning into. And the main reason being is this. I just feel it's the golden race shape with the right rider. And I'm looking for that one length of improvement. And in the intel, there is that indicator that's there. Now, zip away. I feel technically is possibly the classiest horse in the field on what it's done in Western Australia. But what's the probability that horse can really bring that tomorrow? Is that bounce theory going to come into play that we touched on yesterday? So that's one of my dilemmas. I'm not a guy that backs multiple horses. I back one horse, right? And then Riff Rocket is the other horse. But gee whiz, have they found it, right? It's ridiculously tight. <laughs> it is ridiculous. And I don't believe... Again, I'm looking at the track pattern and what possibly may happen with that elevation. I just feel you're probably slightly more disadvantaged being further back. Where's Craig Williams going to be? Is he going to try and hunt forward or is he going to get back? If he's going to get back, he's going to give them all a head start. So it's going to be tough. And then if he gets into the lanes and the elevation's in play, he may not get the ground gains that he needs. And when you're going with speed, it's also a negative. So that's why I've cooled off it. King Colorado, yeah, they're throwing everything at him. Maybe this is the emerging star, right, with the blinkers. But I don't see anything in the data right now that says to me it's there. Now, this stable can do it. But I have, you know, there's times when I've got to take it on. So today I want to take it on, right? I want to take on the stable with King Colorado. Not saying it's a bad horse and maybe the blinkers will work and it just 
says, oh, well, we're here, we're here the new superstar, because I actually prefer Southport Tycoon, the stable made over it. But, you know, it just looks like all the energy is going in the opposite direction. So you'll be playing, uh, what, a 1x4 on uh, Well, this is it. 1x4 Snow Patrol is where I'm at. Yep. Race nine, well, our thinking was right anyway as far as some smart players are worth us, Vince. <laughs> we're not saying we're not smart, but we're, we're, it, it doesn't hurt having the cavalry. Yesterday, as much as $5 was there a tissue, now it's mid-three, so it's really been found for all the reasons we articulated yesterday. What's your mindset for your own pocket today? Well, realistically, initially, I was pretty much looking at a two-by-eight type play. I thought it was a genuine B-grade bet. Not, not quite A-grade. My reservation is... I'm extremely nervous about Bustler. Yeah, it's the talk of the town, buddy. Yeah. And the profile's there. The profile's there. And not only is the profile there, on the real technicals, it actually stacks up as a better horse than Zip Away. So I've got to pay huge respect to that. The negative, of course, is this situation about Western Australia to Victoria. Is it going to play out tomorrow or not? There's there's plenty of little pieces of intel that indicate we're there. So that's just forced me to downgrade my bet on a tissue. But I just feel this is his opportunity. I'm quite happy to roll the dice on it. And I just feel that it's a second to none chance to be a top three finish. And if their ovation... Uh, to use a, a nicer word, screws me over, then I'll have to deal with it. Uh, Macram, Ayrton, the other ones, and I suppose yesterday we articulated it, but we'll back, it, back the truck over it. Ayrton, uh, not in a mile, below his best, but he's just going to get such a good run. You can't say he can't win. No, like future history. Yep. And they're going to get the golden runs. Yep. And uh, look, Ayrton, from once upon a time, was a horse that you could have fallen in love with and I felt had the hallmarks of being potentially, you know, a real star. I, I just feel got a grip on this horse now. This horse is some lengths below its best. Now, maybe the stable, I've heard some communication from, you know, on TV from that Mick Kent Jr. sort of indicating that maybe they've got the horse where they want it now and it's just sort of the confidence back and it's building and it's getting better and who knows? Well, here's its chance. Let's see if it can do it. But, you know, it's tall order. Not going to get my money. Race 10, he's our Bonneville, so risque, Sandy Prince, Frigid. We pretty much uh, articulated our thoughts deeply yesterday. Uh, the market moves since yesterday. The money's come for Frigid, as I was sort of expecting, because the yep. jump out's been good, given three, over a 1,000, gun run for – and the booking of Damien Lane, to me, is a flag of stable confidence. But what's yep. your confidence level for your own pocket? It's challenging. I mean, I, I, I find it very, very hard to knock – um, he's our Bonneville. I yep. really, really find it extremely hard to knock it. Profile's like ideal for this race. There's, it's very, very, very even. It's half a length, you know, separating five or six horses. Luck's going to play a role. Uh, you know, right now I'm sitting and waiting to see how this track plays. If it's really hard to make the ground, this is not a big field. It's probably a negative race for me. But if I can see you know, that they are hitting the, the line hard a bit wider earlier in the day, then I'm, I, I may be looking at, at he's our Bonneville's one. Sounds like the two plays you, you're keenest on is uh, a tissue, B-grade bet, C-grade bet, Snow Patrol at good value. That's where I'm at. Best of luck today, punters. Really appreciate you being a customer of Year Round Carnival.
Yep, yep.